Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Body-Led Business Podcast. I am your host, Ulrika Valen, and today we're going to talk about money and wealth. More specifically about how money is attracted to spaciousness in the nervous system. So to begin with, we're going to redefine the notion of wealth. Then we're going to look at what spaciousness even has to do with money in your body. And lastly, I'm going to share some practical tools that will help you create more spaciousness in your body and also increase your capacity to hold more money and wealth. So personally, I have spent a lot of time thinking about what wealth really means to me. And for me, wealth is having abundant money to live my desired life while also having the peace, the vitality, and the space. And I really, really care about spaciousness in my life. I really value having open days where I can create, feel, do what feels good, make love, maybe work, maybe do my finances, whatever that is. But I personally really, really appreciate having spaciousness on my schedule, which also means that I really need to cultivate the spaciousness in my body. So when it comes to money, money, of course, it can buy you time, it can buy you incredible experiences, and it will also give you the sense of security in life. However, what money cannot buy is peace, vitality, and spaciousness. So actually, when you start focusing on creating more spaciousness in the nervous system, you will get to create more money in a really holistic way. Okay, so I would love to ask a question. Imagine what would be your wildest desire around money? Maybe it's a specific amount of money to come into your bank account. Maybe something that you wish to acquire. And try to tune into your body. What would happen if you received this desire now? Imagine you want to make a million dollars. How would your body feel right now if you received this amount of money or this desire? Would it feel expansive and relaxed? Or would it feel maybe stressful? right? And this is the response of your body to money. So in my world, wealth has to do so much more feeling spacious in your nervous system than hard work. And working with wealth in such a holistic way really helps us change our ethics of work and how we actually show up in our business. And in my experience, there were times in my life when I worked really hard. And I come from a family who could have won the Olympics for being a workaholic, right? So in my family, my parents worked sometimes up to 70 hours per week. I come from a working class family, so they just worked really, really hard and bless them for really trying their best to provide for our family. So at the very beginning of my coaching journey, I realized that I picked up some habits that were not exactly beneficial to my success. And what I found that even though I worked really hard, often more than it was necessary, using up to the very last drop of energy I had, I didn't create more money just because I worked hard. So contrary to the popular belief, a double amount of work doesn't necessarily lead to a double amount of money, success, or happiness, right? So actually what happened is that my bank account reflected the very fact that I was overwhelmed and I didn't really have a lot of bandwidth or capacity to hold more clients, more success, and more money. And at the same time, I also didn't really have much capacity to feel the money that I was receiving. So let me elaborate on this. There were times when I would have bigger months than usual, 
and I would receive this amount of money that I was longing for and I couldn't feel it. So the very first time I received a five-figure payment in full, I was in my mind, you know, very happy, but in my body, I felt nothing. I saw the number and it just felt like numbers on my screen. And I could not feel enlivened by money. I could not feel the expansion or the joy that I thought I would feel by crossing through this threshold, right? So yeah, I was making the money, but I was not receiving it. So I kept on wanting to make more, hopefully to feel more free or more secure, more happy afterwards, but that did not happen, right? So these moments really made me question about, am I actually really willing to sacrifice my peace and my vitality in order to make more money? Or can I use my vitality and my peace and my spaciousness as a business strategy to actually make more money, okay? So to summarize this part, I just want to really emphasize that more money doesn't necessarily equate to peace, right? But peace is an energy that you can embody when you want to call in more money. And when I say peace, I kind of refer to more of the mental aspect, the peace of mind. And when I say spaciousness, I usually refer to the somatic aspect, which is your body, of course, right? And actually, in my experience, I found that sometimes when I would make more money while being disconnected from my body, this would actually create more stress or overwhelm than joy or peace or freedom, right? So I have seen multiple clients who created business success very, very rapidly, and I'm speaking big success in terms of finances, and their bodies could not fully catch up with this amount of energy that their bodies actually were forced to hold. So this doesn't necessarily create consistent, sustainable, long-term success because actually it could even lead to burnout or, you know, potential shock in your nervous system. So this is why I love, 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 as you may have noticed, using the word and the strategy of spaciousness in order to receive money, in order to be able to expand your capacity to hold the money and actually feel really enlivened when the money comes into your life. And when it comes to receptivity, you know, I also work with relationships and intimacy and receptivity is such a subtle thing is difficult to describe it because you kind of really need to feel it in your body so i love using this metaphor so imagine that you're going to get the massage right and imagine that you're getting the massage for which you paid lots of money and you went to the most beautiful spa you had to wait for a long time to get this appointment but you lay down and you're just in your fucking head this whole time right so you want to enjoy it but you can't you just can't surrender the touch. You can't receive the pleasure, right? So there's this disconnect between your head and what's happening in your body. So this is our incapacity to receive, even though we really want it. And on the contrary, for me, the energy of receiving could feel like, imagine I am having a bath. I'm just laying in my Epsom salts, essential oils, and the candles, and the beautiful music. And I'm just allowing my body to unwind layer by layer and you can't force the relaxation but the more you focus on your body and just allow your body to receive the warmth of the water the beautiful smells around you right the more you're able actually to receive the pleasure that is available 
in this moment right so we can't force receptivity but you can make space for it and you can also create the right circumstances that will be very much dictated by your body to create that receptivity all right so we have covered spaciousness we have covered receptivity and when it comes to business i want to mention a few things here so in my case when i was really shifting to a body-led business paradigm i knew that things had to change my body had to come first and business second and this was not a cosmetic change it was actually an entire change for my identity because i had to prioritize how i felt when i was working more than the results that i was trying to create i had to learn how to focus and that's a hard one right at least for me when it comes to my phone and removing distractions and things like that i had to learn how to optimize my energy so that i get more done when working less and i had to really double down on caring for my body and triple down on devotion before taking action so eventually everything began changing it definitely wasn't easy i will say this again but i began feeling much more open and receptive to the feeling the money that was coming to my life and eventually i just felt so connected to my longing for wealth in a very holistic way that sooner than later it became my reality and most importantly i felt spacious in my body i felt at peace in my mind and i had so much energy in my body this also meant that i ended up almost letting go of caffeine which is a different conversation but for me letting go of coffee i still drink a lot of cacao <laughs> so that's my my little pleasure that i still give to myself when it comes to you know some gentle caffeine but when i let go of coffee i began tracking my body's boundaries with so much more presence so that i could not push through any overwhelm because i would hear the boundary of my body when it's time to rest and pause okay but that's a different conversation for now and so lastly what happened is that when my energy became so consistent internally my revenue became consistent as well so at the very beginning of my business i went quite fast to six figures in the very first year however the monthly revenue was very inconsistent i would make you know 30k 37k 15 then 2k then back to 30 and it was really stressful actually for my body because there was no sense of security right so when i began prioritizing the spaciousness in my body my revenue became consistent so right now my revenue is between 15 to 25k months for the last year or so every single month and it feels really really good so there is less striving for always getting to the next bigger month right which actually is not congruent with who i am and the way i work but feeling that consistency feels just so nourishing and makes me feel so grounded in the way that i work okay so right now oh, maybe let's take a deep breath i've spoken so many different things when it comes to money and the nervous system so inhaling together and exhaling from your belly okay so the next part is actually really important because this is where I love making things really practical and I really want to give you the tools that you can start using today in order to create more spaciousness in your nervous system okay so I'm going to mention all kinds of ideas if you apply just one 
amazing. Definitely don't try to do all of them because that's going to require that you change your entire lifestyle and that may be too much and not helpful. So just pick one thing and just really feel what feels most luscious in your body. Okay. So the first one that I already mentioned is caffeine. I know it's a hard one for some of us, but when you reduce caffeine, it will support you to know your body's boundaries throughout the day. So you will also avoid, you know, the, the peak and the crash in your energy. And this will support you to have better sleep, better diet, and better boundaries with yourself. So I feel that this is so, so fundamental. And of course, you can still do caffeine, but maybe just be really, really careful about how much caffeine you take in what kind of form and at what time of the day. Okay, so that's the first one. And in this category, I do include sleep. Okay, so sleep is a different conversation once again, but I feel like when it comes to caffeine and sleep, this conversation must be had in order for you to have consistent energy and avoid crashes throughout the day. Then the next one is meditation and breathing and resting and things like yoga, right? So these are pretty simple things that many of you already do, but these are such accessible ways for you to just calm your nervous system throughout the day. And I don't mean meditating or resting just in the morning or at night. I also mean having little segments during the day when you spend maybe just three minutes laying down, putting your feet into the earth, closing on your eyes and just say to your body, what do you have to tell me? How are you doing? What's present? What do you need, right? So these are really simple moments that help you take care of your nervous system throughout the day and not just when you do a morning practice, for example. Then the number three is feeling your emotions. I'm definitely going to record a separate episode on this, but your emotions are often bubbling up inside of your body and whenever you suppress them, Whenever you get too busy or too overworked or too stressed to actually feel the deeper emotions, you're making a huge disservice to your body because in the ideal scenario, you want to feel your emotions as they come. Even if it's just one minute of allowing some breath, sound and movement so that you do not accumulate extra tensions in your body throughout the day and release things as they come. Okay, so that's a very different conversation, but your emotions are absolutely key for you to have spaciousness in your body because, of course, if you're not feeling your emotions, they're not disappearing. And I don't believe in the possibility of, you know, just drop the story or meditate your emotions away and they will magically evaporate to air. That does not work. You actually want to feel your emotions inside of your body. Okay, (laughs) so number four. Whenever you're noticing any signs of stress or overwhelm or fatigue, pause. Press the pause button and ask your body, what do you need? What is really going on? Because feeling stressed or anxious will only make you push past your boundaries and potentially cause burnout long term, right? So these are the most important moments throughout the day when your body is always sending you signals. So you really want to listen to them. And stress makes us almost live like under when we stop listening to what's really happening in the body. So when you notice any signs of anxiety or stress, stop, close your eyes and lean in ask your body, what do you need? What's really going on underneath? Okay. Number five, 
menstrual cycle alignment. I know that many of you are maybe tracking your cycle on the app, which is amazing. I personally love tracking my cycle in an old-fashioned analog way. I don't like using apps because it feels like I don't want anything externally for me to tell me what I'm supposed to be feeling or what's happening in, the bo in my body. So I just really like, you know, using my body and track my cycle literally manually in my notebook with my hand and with a pen. But what's important when it comes to a cycle, I guess it's definitely not about, you know, how you do it, but how you apply this work to your business. So you want to plan your launch calendar according to your menstrual cycle calendar. So when I'm recording my podcast episodes, when I'm doing an Instagram live or maybe teaching a masterclass, I will always put it when I am ovulating. Definitely not I am in my luteal phase or when I am bleeding because then I will want to feel more introverted and just go and relax and definitely not show my face on camera, okay? So this is, uh, of course, a much bigger conversation, but really start aligning your cycle with your business. Then the next one is getting body work. Go and get body work from a professional. Maybe ask for your beloved to touch you, to massage you. You can also touch yourself and just caress yourself, give your body firm touch, whatever that is. But touch is so healing and it releases oxytocin in your body. So really explore what are the most enjoyable and accessible ways for you to receive consistent touch. All right. And when it comes to body work, you know, there's so many different ways that you can get body work. So just really see what's available in the place that you live in and do your best to schedule ahead. Not only when you feel exhausted and it's a last resort body work, but when you feel amazing and simply get to enjoy increasing your body capacity even more when things are going well. Okay, I have two more things. So the next one is quite related to working with your emotions. It's a shaking practice. Right, so shaking doesn't have to be about releasing a specific emotion, but that is something what animals do. It's so simple. You can actually Google, you know, a lion chasing a gazelle or something like that, and see what happens when the lion doesn't kill the gazelle and she ends up playing dead. She goes into a full freeze response in order to protect herself, and then the lion goes away thinking that she's dead. I don't know why he wouldn't eat her, but that's a different question. <laughs> I always thought about is when animals go into freeze response, like how does it protect them from being eaten? Because if I were a lion, I would eat the animal anyway. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's come back to the shaking. So go and Google this video. It's amazing. And you will see what happens is that when the animal realizes that she is safe, she stands up and shakes her body straight away. That's a very primal, intuitive thing to do. And then once she's shaken for a few minutes, she just carries on with her life as if nothing happened. And we as human beings, you know, we're so busy that we don't do that. And we actually would need to shake even if it's only a perceived threat. So just receiving an angry comment on Instagram feels like a real threat, even though it's just a perceived one, right? But the body doesn't know the difference. So you will actually want to shake off any tension whether we feel it or not, ideally daily. So you can have shaking breaks when you're working as a beautiful work break. You can do this in the mornings or after work to really transition from your you know, masculine linear mode back to your feminine and your body felt sense. So really find your own ways of doing this. I have a beautiful playlist on Spotify. You can find me on Spotify by typing up orica.val. 
and I have an awesome shaking playlist called Shaking and Emotion Release. And you can just simply apply this practice to your daily routine, which is so, so amazing. All right. And the last one is, again, very simple, but life-changing. I actually had one client who told me that she joined one of my group programs, and that was one of the most life-changing things for her, which is actually so simple. So that thing is doing nothing for 15 minutes daily. If you're like me, it's actually not so easy. <laughs> so when I say doing nothing, you just simply lay down and do nothing. You can keep your eyes open or closed. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you're just letting your body do whatever she wants to do. You can allow your mind to wander whatever the place it is that it wants to explore. You're not trying to meditate or do breath work or anything like that, right? So there's no practice. Your practice is actually having no practice for 15 minutes. If you're a busy bee, you may want to put this on your schedule. All right, so 15 minutes of doing that nothing daily will help your body reset in a very intuitive way because your body knows what to do. Sometimes you just need to get out of the way to let the body do its work and really guide us with its own ancestral wisdom. All right, so take some notes from this podcast episode. I know I shared some really, really awesome tools and I will not be embodying all of them, of course, every single day. I'll just really do what feels best in my daily life. But know that all of these tools, eventually they will create a shift that will go as deep as your entire lifestyle and also even your identity because you will have to reevaluate what are your priorities, what are your values in life, in personal life, and also in your business, okay? So lastly, really, really take some time to connect to your nervous system, to connect to the spaciousness in your nervous system and see what are the very things that would help you liberate more peace and more spaciousness as a way to hold more wealth. So right now we took such a holistic approach to creating more peace, but know that the more internally resourced you are, the more you will be able to hold more opportunities, more clients, more success, more wealth, and more money, and more pleasure, more love, and all these things, right? So this is, of course, a long-term approach, but it works. So really, really enjoy playing with it, and I'll be so excited to hear from you about any takeaways or insights from this episode. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, and I would so love to chat all things related to business and the nervous system and money. And I would also love for you to leave a review underneath this podcast episode so that more female entrepreneurs could find this work and really create a business that feels like an expansion, like an extension of the woman that they are. Thank you so much and see you in the next episode.